Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Jared. And this is Culture, culture Catch-Up. Each week, one of us introduces the other to a piece of culture they missed out on. You can subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Catch Up Culture. And leave us a review, and I might send you some surprise fun Ooh. mail. What could it be? Who knows? I'm a very crafty person. For today's Culture Catch-Up, I will be catching Jarrett up on Top Gun. Gun. Oh, I wondered boy. how you were going to say that. Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't resist doing that. I'm sorry. It feels it's very like, guttural. It's, you have to You gotta have like power and like, yeah, <laughs> beating the chest and stuff when that's you say all Top this, Gun. That's all this shit is. <laughs> so Jarrett has not seen Top Gun. It came out in 86 which makes sense why you haven't seen it. You yep. weren't even alive Not yet. even a thought. Me neither. So I don't feel like the length of film is important here, except to say it is under two hours, baby. I feel like that's pretty good for, well, I guess not. I was going to say for the other movies we've, sh- we've done on this. But I just feel like every movie anyone makes ever now is at least three hours, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. So well, We did start off with a long one with old Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that's true. Under two hours, I will for sure take. Directed by Tony Scott, which I know you know a lot about. I actually thought I knew more about him or had seen more of his movies. I know a lot about his movies, um, but he like Top Gun, another Tom Cruise movie, Days of Thunder, where he's the race car driver. Oh, True that's Romance. A, that's a really old one, right? Yeah. Days of Thunder. Oh, uh, actually, it's it's nineteen ninety, so it's newer than Top Gun. Oh, is. I thought that was. Oh, I know. I had it in my head. I thought as that, that was, was older after, too. Was before Top Gun too. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I was surprised. Top Gun was eighty six. I thought it was like eighty eight, eighty nine. In my head, uh, True Romance, Crimson Tide, Man on Fire. So lots of oh, Taking of Pelham One Two Three. That's another one I've I've seen. But uh, but yeah, I don't know as much about him, but I do know a lot more about his brother Ridley Scott, who directed uh, like Alien and Gladiator and stuff like that. Oh, that I knew that there was a tie. I couldn't remember what the Ridley Scott tie was. It's Gladiator. Yep, that's what I was thinking of. So Top Gun stars Tom Cruise, Tim Robbins, and Kelly McGillis. Although those are the only names listed by IMDb. I would fight somebody to add in that Anthony Edwards should also be listed as a star mm-hmm. and Meg Ryan. I know she has a small part, but how in 2020 do you not say that Meg Ryan is in Top Gun? Yeah, I know. She's Meg Ryan. I mean, I guess because uh, even though I guess that she has, she had the bigger acclaim later on with Sleep yeah, in Seattle and stuff whatever, like that. Whatever, whatever. Like, at the time of this movie, I guess. The I get billing. it. I get it. I'm just saying. Oh, and Val Kilmer. They didn't mention Val Kilmer. That is surprising to me that he's not listed as the top. Anyway, so that's that's who you're looking at. Tom Cruise, Tim Robbins. Also surprised. I did not remember Tim, Tim Robbins was even in it. Did you know he was in it? Mm-mm. And Kelly McGillis, who obviously is like the hot babe. I don't really think she's done much else outside of Top Gun. IMDb description is as students at the United States Navy's elite fighter weapons school compete to be best in the class. One daring, daring, so cheesy. One daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. Oh my God. I, I just copied fly by the seat of your pants. I just copied and pasted that into the doc. I didn't read it ahead of time. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so funny. Anyway, so does that sound like a movie you want to watch? Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, this is more correcting history for me, I feel like, that I haven't seen Top Gun yet. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm going to come back from that. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is always a movie that people are like, hey, you like... Yeah, I'm it's weird that to, you haven't seen it exactly. At this point. I'm like yeah. nervous to have not to have say to people, <laughs> I haven't seen be. Top Gun because I expect to just get slapped in the face every single time I say it. <laughs> Can we just 
I just want to read that you one wanna, more you time. You want to analyze the description again? <laughs> no, I just... One daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. <laughs> Raise raise your hand if you want to ask questions. <laughs> so interesting. Okay, anyway, I have some fast facts for you about Top Gun. Did you know that it won an Oscar and a Golden Globe? No. I had no idea. I would not have guessed that. It did for the song Take My Breath Away by Berlin. It was nominated. That was a song for this movie. Yeah, they wrote it for it. Huh. It was nominated for a few other Oscars. Um I don't really think anything too exciting, but like more technical Oscars yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Not like Tom, Tom Cruise wasn't nominated for best. Actor. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing big like that. No, never. <laughs> um, I, you'll see. I don't think it's that kind of film necessarily. Okay. Um, it was the highest grossing movie for 86, which is cool and not surprising. I don't feel like I feel like this was probably huge when it came out. Also, sadly, one of the stunt pilots died during production oh, wow. and they ended up dedicating it to his memory, which is so crazy to think about that. I know. That, it happens so few and far, like few and far between that it happens, yeah. but it's always like so shocking when you hear about someone dying during the production of a film. Yeah, I thought that was interesting and not something I knew. Yeah, I, I don't, I've never heard that. I don't before. know a lot about Top Gun, but I was surprised that um, that wasn't more widely known. Anyway, apparently Val Kilmer didn't even really want to be in it, but he had to because of contractual obligations, which I feel like makes his character even funnier now. Knowing that, I I can't wait even more for you to see it. Also, my favorite fact about it is that Tom Cruise wore lifts for the scenes with Kelly McGillis because he was too short. (laughs) (laughs) Paramount didn't like their height difference, which is so dumb. And then in, um, I'll point it out, but this one specific scene, she was in a trench. They, I I think they must be walking toward each other or something. And she was in a trench they dug so that she could be a little bit shorter than him. That's Just so suck dumb. it up, Tom Cruise. I know that's so dumb. Well, I no, actually what I read was that it was Paramount. Suck it up, Paramount. Right. <laughs> and moving on, Roger Ebert gave it two and a half out of four stars when it came out. Which again, we've talked about that. Whatever. We don't really pay attention to what reviewers say anyway. Yeah. But I love this quote. Movies like Top Gun are hard to review because the good parts are so good and the bad parts are so relentless. <laughs> I mean, having not seen it yet, I don't uh, I don't know how to combat that yet until after uh, seeing it a little bit more. <laughs> and then but. he goes on to say that basically like the the uh, the flight scenes and, you know, like the action scenes yeah. are, are the best we've seen um, maybe ever. But look out for the scenes where people talk to one another. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> which that you know, paints like a really exciting picture for me. <laughs> I know. And <laughs> have I been duped and bamboozled this whole time and people think that this is actually a terrible movie and, and or it, it is actually a terrible movie and people just say it's good? It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I'm going to guess that um, I don't particularly care for the flight scenes and I just want to hear the people talk. So yeah. that review specifically to me was really funny. Anyway, so why haven't you seen it? What do you what do you know about it? I honestly have no good answer for why I haven't seen it at this point in my life. I should have seen Top Gun by now. So, well, and it's kind of top of mind for us because that new miles Teller one is coming out. Right. Well, it was supposed to have come out this summer, coming out next summer because of COVID, but, but yeah, that kind of brought it back to my forefront of my mind where I was like, Oh yeah, I should really watch Top Gun. Okay. So what do you know about it? I basically know two things. I obviously know about the volleyball scene because that's mm-hmm. just an iconic moment of dude hotness. <laughs> And, you know, well, well-known scene. I also, because this movie was made so long ago and it's just one of those given cultural known facts. I, I know goose dies. Okay. And I, the, and which doesn't necessarily 
lessen me wanting to watch this. I just know that's like the big thing that I know like shocked people when the movie came out. So I'm interested to see how that scene plays out and everything. But yeah, I know that he dies and I know about the volleyball scene. Bummer. You hate spoilers. I know. I really do. But some of them, you just have to suck it up and bear it. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> Sixth Sense. The spoil. I know the spoiler ending for that too. Oh, and you haven't seen it? I haven't seen that oh, one either. Oh, bummer. Well, that one's at least a little newer. At least that came out when you were alive. Yeah. But uh, but no, that's really, that's uh, that's about it. Uh, so why do, you, why do you want me to watch it or what do you remember about it? I also remember the volleyball scene and just the general lots of hot dudes. Yeah. It's a lot of hot dudes. I mean, it's an 80s action movie. Yeah, sure. I, well, I know, but it's not like Terminator. I mean, it's a lot of guys. Yeah. And all attractive guys. I also remember a lot of sing-alongs and the soundtrack. That Berlin song uh, is a song that I have really loved and listened to a lot. Oh, well, and I guess Danger Zone. In I my know life. That. So. I've known that song for forever. Honestly, though, I don't really remember much about the storyline or the flying stuff. My guess is that when it was on TV, I would like leave the room when the flying stuff came on and go do something else because I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember even how much of that there is <laughs> or what the storyline is. Just need no hot hot dudes and planes. And that's yeah, about pretty it. much. Um, but I do think that you are really going to like it. So this isn't. I'm expecting to. This isn't one we're necessarily watching because I'm dying for you to see it personally. Yeah. But because I think you'll really like it. Nice. And again, yeah, because it's weird that you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to write some wrongs. <laughs> Pay right. my penance to the movie gods. Well, it's time to write those wrongs. Let's go watch Top Gun. Woo! All right. Well, we did it. We watched Top Gun. Actually, we watched Top Gun with your family, which was fun. Yeah, that's You got true. to watch it with your dad. Which has been kind of... We had talked about that. I think that was one of the other things. He asked me one time if I had seen the trailer for the new one, Maverick, that was going to mm-hmm. come out. And then he just said, have you seen that yet? And I was like, no, I haven't seen Top Gun. And he was like, what? <laughs> and so we were able to finally felt safe enough for us to go visit See our families. Visit our families and stuff. And so I took the opportunity to watch Top Gun with Dad. So that was that was a lot well, of fun. Well, and you guys like watching dude movies together. He's yeah. in a house full of women and has been for a while. So he really appreciates, I think, getting to watch stuff like this with you. Yep. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And what'd you think? Oh, I, I, like, I totally get it. I totally get why this movie is so loved. It's uh, It was awesome. Like, yeah, it was a it great... it was pretty good. It, not I, like I don't agree with Roger Ebert at all. So, like, <laughs> suck it. But, like... Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Out of four stars, how many would you give it? Oh, I mean... Eleven? Like, no, not that. But I'm not like saying it's the best movie I've ever seen. I'm just saying like it was really enjoyable and it was a perfect like it's the it's the quintessential 80s action flick, you know. Right. And so I just thought that it was it was super fun. The the machismo and like super like yeah, like we're men <laughs> flying planes was like was overdone, it but, was like 90% but typical of the, of the time. And still though, it's it added this like a fun factor to it. You know, it just, it just keeps it fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's trying oh, to be definitely serious, not. but you yeah. know, but you know what you're getting going into Top Gun. It's almost like when Tom Cruise delivers these cheesy lines, you see in his smile that he knows it's cheesy and oh, he's yeah. like, who cares? And you he's like, like it. I'm hamming. I'm hamming. And he's right. We do like oh, it. Oh yeah. We laugh so many times at these lines. I mean, granted, maybe that's not the intended, what they intended is for right. us to laugh at them, but man, it's there entertaining. Are quite a few good lines, which I know we'll get to in a little bit later, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I really loved uh, all of uh, really all of it. There were a couple things that I was like, well, that that didn't hit quite right or what I was expecting. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, overall, it was great. Good. I loved it. I'm glad you liked it. Also I assumed because, you would, but there yeah. was also a little bit of me that was like, maybe it's going to, I mean, I don't remember it super well. Yeah, well, you never so know. I was especially afraid it was going to be a little too cheesy. I don't know. But it was, it was really fun to finally get like, 
hear the main where it kicks in when danger zone does kick in and then even take my breath away had like i said before when we were recording the before stuff i had no idea that movie that song was done specifically for this movie well isn't even the top gun theme kind of yeah the music you hear at the beginning that i feel like is kind of which i love that too because it's that very well. hardcore like 80s yeah synth again synth you rock, love, which i love you love a synth yeah. jared loves a synth song so well let's talk about it let's do it Let's start by talking about the cast. Okie dokie. How did you feel about Tom Cruise as a lead? As he always is, I know. But like Tom Tom Cruise Cruise, way young and I feel like I feel like I like Tom Cruise as an actor. And I feel like he has he's enjoyable (laughs) to watch like Mission Impossible and I love that that implies like maybe not as a person. Well, I, I think that's pretty. I think that's (laughs) that's an understood fact that not everyone's like kind of weird, but I like him as an actor. I like him in Mission Impossible. I like him in The Last Samurai and what other hundreds of movies he's been in that I've seen. So I, I feel like this is still a Tom Cruise performance. You're getting right. the same kind of stuff, especially because, yes, he's trying to put on the charms for Carrie McGillis. And he's oh, trying, totally. you know, and he's really trying Super to be like, cocky. I didn't realize he was 24. Yeah, he's this pretty movie, young. In so this. he's pretty young. And so, like, you can tell he's got that that cockiness factor to him. That's maybe a little bit more exaggerated than in his later movies, but still. He was good in the role and I get and I get why the role is iconic for him. Well, I decided that even though he's not in Top Gun, he's not yet this like mysterious, weird, creepy guy. Yeah. I still couldn't take him seriously. <laughs> it's still Well, the because whole, you have you have his whole current The whole role was history. a joke to me, I feel like. Yeah. To influence your views on him and stuff. Which I guess is also part of it. I guess the only big thing he did before this was risky business. Mm-hmm. So um it looks like he's got a few credits or a handful of credits before Top Gun, but not anything I recognize. So it was Risky Business, then Top Gun, then Cocktail, then Rain Man, Days of Thunder. And then we're off to the the Tom Cruise races. What about... Now, we'll get to who's hotter. This this episode for sure warrants a who's hotter segment. So we'll we'll save that for the end. So what do you think about Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards... Uh, Tom Skerritt, I wouldn't necessarily say is a hot dude, but another dude. I suppose that just mo- a lot my mom like- was like, I've always liked Tom Skerritt. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, I, I don't, don't, I don't have meant- much of an opinion. I don't know. I don't think necessarily on yeah, the attraction scale, but just general. like as an actor. But like, yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. I haven't been, uh, I haven't known enough of his work to yeah, really have an opinion. But Val Kilmer, kind of same thing. Like, I like Val Kilmer and what I've seen him in, but he doesn't necessarily stand out to me as like one of my favorite actors. But what it was good. To see, it was fun to see him in a younger, as a younger man. In a Tim Robbins was like hard to spot in it. In he it. wasn't. Yeah, which I'm, is surprising that he gets such a, a high billing. I'm so confused by that. Anyway, so lots of manly dudes in this. Meg, it's Meg Ryan before Meg Ryan becomes Meg Ryan. She has a really bad haircut, but she's so cute and lovable. Again, mm-hmm. she's a pretty small part, but she's Goose's wife. Yeah, yeah. And then Kelly McGillis, who was so hot, very hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. The only other cast note I took was that Val Kilmer's personally, I think Val Kilmer's gum chewing in this could have won an Oscar. It was pretty pronounced. <laughs> it was so much. And his hair was so bad. <laughs> oh, man. It was just like, it, like, how did his jaw not hurt after like days after it doing every scene? Because it was so uh, I apologize, audio listeners, but just so I wonder if there's even just gum so in there harsh. or if it was all fake. <laughs> I feel like you'd have to for us. How hard would that be to like act like you're chewing gum while trying to talk? I don't know. It was pretty but funny. It though. was pretty funny how like just pronounced and how like hard he was like clenching every single yeah. bite. It, it just really made me think funny. of like uh, 
a traditional 90s surfer bro. Yeah. Chewing on gum, chomping on gum. I also read that he and Tom Cruise stayed away from each other on set to kind of not build a relationship so that they could more naturally appear as enemy type of thing. That's a cool idea. I mean, that's a cool little practice because, yeah, they are supposed to like not be bros at all. Yeah. Well, even at the end when they... Iceman just put up that wall of ice and he's like, I I ain't talking to you. (laughs) Even at the end when they kind of come around and are like kind of friendly, they still weren't. It was still pretty cold. It's kind of like respect. Yeah, it was weird. No, no, no friendship there. No, we can't be friends. No, we're enemies. What about that soundtrack? Oh, I mean, it was great. Like I already said, like the the rock synth throughout was pretty great. (laughs) I was questioning, though, like literally how many times can you play Danger Zone? I think five times. Danger Zone. My Breath Away was used. Obviously not the whole sound the not the whole song right you didn't hear all four minutes of the song right but it would they would just chopped it up and used it over and over and over before like i noticed that they d- take my breath away they even played before its big scene yeah they did that with I all the was songs. interesting i always remembered this hang on i'm looking up the actual soundtrack because all i remember now is danger zone and take my breath away but i always thought of this movie as having this huge soundtrack and really it's just like six songs over and over yeah. again I was I was really surprised to see Wit because it, in the credits and everything that Giorgio Moroder, who was a big like founder of synth music, had such a hand in a lot of the songs, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> That's exactly the type of fact I expect you to know. Something about the father of synth. Um, also on the soundtrack, just because, uh, it, again, in my head, this movie has such a big soundtrack. You've lost that love and feeling. We mm-hmm. get to hear the real version and we get to hear them sing it at one of those like bar restaurant sing along. Which who doesn't karaoke love a type of thing. bar sing along? I love those scenes so much. I, They're so funny. Yeah. Um, Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. Although we don't hear the Jerry Lee Lewis, we just hear Goose sing it. Which didn't they even, the, even on that one, they like sing the same verse. Or yeah. same like two lines over and over yeah. again, like five times in that same scene. That was pretty funny. But it definitely by like the the second time Danger Zone came on, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Let's play this again. Because hell yeah, this song's awesome. Third time I was like, all right, maybe pump the brakes there, Tony. And then the fourth time I was like, okay, this is a little much. And fifth, it's I was like, what have. are you doing? What are you doing? Kenny Loggins couldn't have written another song for this one. There Zone actually, of Danger. There actually was another Kenny Loggins song on the soundtrack playing with the boys. They just... <laughs> They just only wanted to use Danger Zone, but it's perfectly fitting. Oh, it is. Like, you couldn't have asked for a better song. And then also Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding is has a pretty prominent moment in it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's a very memorable soundtrack. But again, it's not your standard 12 or 15 songs. It was just like four over right. and over again. All right. Well, let's talk about the storyline. Let's do it. My, I have a question first. Sure. What is a MIG? They just immediately jump into all this lingo, and I don't even know what they're talking about. So... I definitely should have looked up originally what it is, but to my understanding of before we did this, but to my understanding, a MIG is a style of plane that was predominantly flown by like the Russians. Oh, so is that just like code word to know? I think, I think so. Oh, that's right. We it's talked like about a this cheap, after. It's like, it was like a cheaper fighter plane. I think you were explaining like it as like, they're trying not to make it explicitly about the cold war or mention right. the Russians. Well, because that's clearly what th- that's what they're talking about. I thought this literally was just like a training school pilot. You know, they're in, they're in training school learning how to fly and they're just to be better pilots. I didn't think at all about there being like some kind of military conflict going on at the same time because, but then when, yeah, at the very beginning where they have that encounter with the MIGs and then at the end when they, when they do have the big final fight scene with the MIGs against the MIGs and everything. Yeah. I was just like, okay, so this is a very, just, we're not saying it's the Russians wink, (laughs) wink, but it's the Russians kind of thing. And so, 
Okay, I looked up what Meg is, and okay. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, that's what it is. It's just another. It's a style of fighter. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. fighter jet. Yeah. yeah how was that I was supposed to know predominantly that? Predominantly used, I believe, by the Russians. All right. Well, that was. Uh, we immediately jumped into sorry, plane stuff. And aviation I was history fans, if I'm incorrect. <laughs> I don't think we have any of those listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second big question I had was, can we talk about all these grown-ass men having silly nicknames? I think it's awesome. Oh, it's, my God. I badass. knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Iceman, sure. That sounds kind of cool. Because you got to have a call sign. Maverick, That's the thing. sure. Goose, whatever that I think is pretty silly. I think but that one's apparently like, Tim good Ro- on you for goose for picking goose. Like Tim, apparently Tim Robbins character is named Merlin. Yeah, it's cool. He's a wizard. <laughs> Merlin's a wizard. <laughs> so weird. I'm all I'm all on board with these. But also, who did you think had the coolest nickname? What was your favorite? I already picked mine. Okay, while you think, can I just tell you yeah. that I really like goose and I think we should name a kid goose. <laughs> Watch this goose. <laughs> Just goose. <laughs> that silence was not added in. That was natural. He didn't know how to respond to me suggesting we name a kid goose. I mean, it's funny. It is funny, but I don't know. as like a first name as like a first name. Okay. Well, I really liked it. I mean, I guess it, we it, won't. No, it's pretty funny, but like, I just, I still appreciate that he chose goose, the noblest of birds. Like there's, there are better birds, <laughs> but like he still chooses goose. I like that. I liked it. No, it's, it's fun. Okay, but well, also I think, think goose goes cool- really, is a really good one because it's who it's with. Like, I feel like his character fit very well. Anthony Edwards and how he's playing goose that matches with the name goose. Like he can't take himself too. He's not taking himself too seriously, but he knows he's okay. Cool I get that. Sign. I get that, but we'll get into this later and okay. who's hotter. I don't think his his nickname matches his body. Okay. He's okay. too hot to be named a goose. Okay, so who was your favorite nickname? Um Maverick at this point is so overdone as like the cool guy name. So it can't yeah, be, it can't be Maverick. Uh honestly probably You're gonna say Merlin. No, I was actually you're probably gonna say Iceman. Oh, like okay. that one's pretty cool. Also, there's others. It's just, it's like, just characters Iceman you just, don't really know. Iceman just screams calm, cool, collected. I think it screams while under pressure. Douchebag. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> All right, that's enough about the nicknames. When I don't I'm, talk when about I'm those on anymore. a really intense editing project, <laughs> burning the midnight oil, I want you to come in and be like, how's that edit coming, Iceman? I'm never going to do that. Damn I'm, it. I might call you Goose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. But no, uh, yeah, I think Iceman, Iceman, I think for me, would take the coolest nickname. I agree. Maverick is so overdone. And I guess that's just what. It's just what you I don't know. Expect, people are naming their kids you know? Maverick now, which also feels whatever. I don't want to shit on, <laughs> shit on anybody's baby name. <laughs> I'm just saying I would name a kid Goose before I name a kid Maverick. There you go. Um, you know what else I realized very early in this, in the first flight scene is, you know how I don't like watching movies where, okay, this is something listeners, you'll learn about me, but I, I need to see people's faces. So sure, V for Vendetta is an amazing movie, but I hate that we don't see that guy's face. Yeah. It makes me feel uneasy. It makes me feel like he's immediately creepy. I need to see the face. So I don't like watching much where people are masked. It's a wonder I ever liked Batman. But mm-hmm. no, you know what? I do like Batman because he takes the mask off. He you see, his you face. see what he looks like underneath. But I don't like not seeing people's faces. So when they got in the planes initially and they're covered up totally and all you see is eyes, I immediately was like, oh, I'm bored. I don't want to watch this movie. I can't see their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think this just dawned on me. I think this is why I don't really like cartoons because there's no faces to look at. What? 
not real faces. Not real people faces. Yeah, I oh, can hear, okay. like in a cartoon, I can hear the person's voice and recognize who it is and know that that's the person voicing the character, but I can't see that person's face. I'm looking at a cartoon. Yeah. I don't like that. I want to see the real person's face. I see. I got you. So anyway, as soon as I got in the planes, I was out. But and we- then every flight scene thereafter, I just, it again was like too much action war type stuff. I, I was just bored with those parts. Well, then we'll, we'll keep this part of the conversation brief then because like we, you know, there, there, there are lots of other stuff that we want to talk about, but I got to hand it to him though for the eighties and stuff like that. And especially mess- filming supersonic jets and, you know, and, and fight scenes like that. The aerial cinematography was great and yeah, like, uh, and it how pretty. it was shot and everything and how they were able to get like good, a good mix of, of inside the cockpit shots outside of the plane shots, from you know, ground, just like, from yeah. the ground. Like they did a really good job of filming all that stuff. I feel like that's something, you know, I'm very curious to see with the new movie because obviously I'm going to want to see that movie. now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm very curious to see how that one's done. Are they going to stick closer to more practical ways of filming with real stuff? Or is a lot of it going to be done with CGI planes? I don't know. That's a good question. Because obviously in Top Gun, they had to, they had to figure out how to do it practically because the CGI technology just wasn't there yet to do, to do those kind of dogfights that they were wanting to do. Oh my God. Dogfights was a word I just read in a description about it. Is that, that's what two aerial combat situations are. Oh, that's an actual term. Oh, okay. That Roger Ebert quote kept going, and but he mentions dogfights, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm just going to skip over it. Yeah, it's it's huh. aerial aerial combat. Like okay, that, okay, to as dog okay. Fights. Also, how do you know so much <laughs> random stuff about stuff like that? I don't know. <laughs> just gets locked away in my brain. Sure, whatever. But uh, but yeah. I'm, so I'm I guess. was I was really I was really impressed how well done that stuff is because I was like, I could like this movie, but if that part is hokey or feels hokey, I'm not going to be into it. Like that will break the immersion for me. But I never felt like I was like. It never felt fake, and it never looked. Right. It never looked fake. So I was like, "Man, was, hats off! It was really well done." So I'm gonna guess that not just looking good, but you were also pretty into it. You liked all oh, of yeah. those scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I liked it a lot. It's just Pearl Harbor 2.0 for me. I immediately <laughs> better. They got in planes, and I just checked out, and I just stopped paying attention until they were back on the ground. In fact, I didn't even really see Goose die because I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that. I was. This sounds terrible, but I thought that scene was very anticlimactic. <laughs> Like it just kind of happened. It must've been cause I wasn't paying attention, but like I expected because of how people talk about how like gut wrenching it is when you see Go- when goose dies and you learned goose died, I was expecting it. Like I, I knew, I Thought knew it, it happened. Gory, something happened. Not gory necessarily. I just, I thought it was going to be something where like he, the plane, like blaze of glory, like the plane blows up or something. And like he, saves Maverick by by like forcing him to eject and he rides the plane to the ground or so, something like that. Uh, right. But and what know, was it actually? I so just they're looked tailing, up and they were they're carrying like tailing him off. behind Iceman in one of their training missions and they like cross through his jet slipstream or something, something like that with the the air coming off of his plane of Iceman's plane jacked up You've lost me. Their their plane's <laughs> flight and caused it to go into an uncontrolled spin, basically. Oh, because they're and in the so, same plane. Exactly. He's in a plane Goose with and Maverick. Maverick are oh, in the same I forgot plane. about that already. And so they See, have I to eject. And when they eject, <laughs> Maverick ejects and gets clear. But when Goose ejects, he ejects straight into the the plane canopy, which had barely come off the plane, and so it like breaks his neck. But it was he died because he broke his neck. Yeah. Oh. Because he hit the top of it and it like breaks his neck and stuff. And bummer. And so it's like. It just, I don't know. It just kind of like, maybe it was because it was, it was like, how do you show that really well yeah. and, and everything? Well, and the reason it does it need to be shown really well, but also I just like the whole thing. I was kind of like, oh, 
I, I guess I just built it up way in my head right. that it was going to be. And then even then, you know, they're fl- he's floating in the ocean, care- holding Goose, Goose's body. And, you know, Goose is all like spread eagle and, and like and not moving. So you're like, OK, I guess he's dead. But then even Aww. then it goes into the next day or later that day or something. And the Tom Skerritt's character comes into the, the room because he's like the sergeant, the head of the Top Gun class. And he comes in and he just says to Matt, he just literally goes first line in the scene. And he goes, Goose is dead. And Maverick's like, I know. I'm like, oh, okay. So we're we're like great Tom Cruise acting. We're, right we're good. Okay, that's that's how that happened. That was I was I was surprised how like kind of quick right. that scene goes by. Then of course there's like a, a there's an investigation to figure out what goes on, but you barely see any of that. And then it's right. just basically like five like two minutes later, Tom Cruise is acquitted of any wrongdoing. But of course, I mean, then the greater consequences of it is that it messes with his head. Right. He, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. The heartbreaking part is how long it takes Maverick to overcome his sadness and right because this is the movie about maverick it's right. not about goose that's well, why you I don't know, really see but like guy. still it's i was uh, that surprised me it did feel like we just kind of moved on real fast yeah i yes it's I about how right there there wasn't any time for mourning like can we mourn goose just a little bit longer yeah and we see meg ryan again briefly and she doesn't even seem like she's really in mourning i don't know the whole thing was very weird it yeah. was rushed that was that was probably the the, the one part of the movie that i was like Oh yeah. Okay. This isn't. This part suffered a little bit. I feel like. Right. Well, and I know that you you had mentioned their camaraderie together and how good of a team they are. So it is. Yeah. Sad to see him without Goose. But then I guess it, it does come back because at the very end in the final fight when you know like Maverick has to really like get out of his own head and and save Iceman, which I'm sure was also a big mental hurdle because he knows that it was Iceman's fault. Right. To an extent that Goose is dead, but uh, he has to save him in that final fight, and he you know he grabs. He grabs Goose's dog tags and keeps with him. He's like, talk to me, Goose. You know, he's like, he calls on his friend to help him. Yeah. And, and then he later he just throws the dog tags in the ocean. Like, what the hell, man? You don't want to keep those? You want to maybe give those to his widow sea. or his kid? That's true. His kid. I felt that like that was weird. Yeah. Can we also just talk for a minute about how I know you already mentioned machismo, machismo, whatever. But can we just talk about how the whole movie is just like low hanging dick jokes and that dudes in and of being itself is a dick, what, is a dick joke. <laughs> right <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that. it's just dudes being dudes to be dudes for no yeah. reason it was too much it was a little overdone but again that's what was like staple of 80s action flicks sure like yeah, the whole point is that maverick is so manly because he's just like a rebellious cocky ass and he's just surrounded by these other cocky asses. They're not all rebellious. Like, I get that Maverick is like the rebellious one who's willing well, to do whatever it takes to be cool. He has to, to prove cool. something because his dad, like his... Whatever. Because of that, which I didn't know any of that storyline about. Like having, like his dad was a fighter pilot who died in questionable circumstances where it made it seem like he lost his edge or or something like that. And so like, or did something wrong. And so he has to like prove that he doesn't carry on that same right fear or something like that. But yeah. It was all too much for me. But I will say, though, for as much as that was, I do have to give the movie credit that they didn't just have Kelly McGillis's character, Charlie, just give in to Tom Cruise. Like she does. I get it. it, Her her walls fell pretty quick. But at least at the beginning, she was just take my breath away. Oh, yeah. But still, like I appreciated at the first that she was not gonna, she was not here for his shit. Right. She didn't fall for just him in a uniform and nothing else. She yeah. required more of him. But that's where I have a lot of beef with this movie. The first time they meet in the bar, he just follows her into the women's restroom. Can we talk about how disgusting yeah, that that's, is? That's messed Screw up. Screw you, man! That you think you can just do that? I hate you, Tom Cruise. 
I should say Maverick, but also Tom Cruise a little bit. Tom Cruise went along with the scene. Um, he didn't fight. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't protest. And then the next day, when they're back at school, and uh, I guess does, is that when he realizes who she is? Yeah. Yeah. The night before he doesn't in. realize. Yeah, because she's introduced. Then. She okay. Yeah. So when he realizes that she's the instructor and they're back at school, he continues to hit on her. Like, screw you, man. She's just trying to do her job. Yeah. The scenes that I will say the cocky it's just dudes being dudes thing really works is that volleyball scene hot dudes all oiled up muscly playing volleyball was way hotter than i was expecting it to be it was a great scene that's not something i typically go for in dudes so i was surprised that i was like okay i, I feel this i feel this but tom cruise is wearing jeans yeah, that's so dumb <laughs> sand volleyball too which like let's talk about that like sand volleyball in and of itself you're gonna get sand everywhere <laughs> But you really you're, you're going to wear jean jeans pockets? that are going to be like tight and and really shove that sand into all the crevices. <laughs> like, no, thank you. Like, that just seems uncomfortable. Uh, Sand's coarse, irritating, and it gets everywhere. It was a very fun scene. Also, the leather jackets and aviators are so badass. But can we talk about how they're wearing these heavy leather jackets in California? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, California gets cold. I know, but it didn't look like they were setting it up as this is the cold part. Well, doesn't of he mostly put the jacket on to get on his motorcycle? Yeah. So that makes sense. He's also protecting himself, but That's man, true. does it look good? It does look good again. Not something I typically go for, but I get it. Yeah. Also, I get now, you know how a lot of women are into like a man in uniform. Mm -hmm. I've never understood that until he walks, he and goose walk in walk into the bar in that scene early in the movie. Oh, I totally get it. Yeah. They look so good in their uniforms. So I guess then, who do we think's hotter than in this movie? Like out, out of all of all the dudes and Kelly McGillis. Oh, can we also talk about how you see Adrian Pazdar for a hot second? Yeah, I didn't realize he was in this. I didn't either, but it cracked me up. Okay, well, let's not do all the dudes because there's too many dudes. Let's right. do the main dudes. Goose, Maverick, and Iceman. Say the hottest on three. And if we disagree, we have to get divorced. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Goose. Goose. Thank God. Like hands down. Like I there was, was no question so once the movie started. In my head, that guy is Dr. Mark Green on ER and he's like this quiet, dorky, he's bald and he wears glasses. He doesn't look like Top Gun at all. Yeah. And I didn't really remember what he looked like in this movie and he's so hot. I think because it's it's a mix of physical attractiveness sure and like the and the mustache really was working for him well yeah, the mustache was nice but like also i think just his personality and his character like he was he was like you know he's again, definitely the not least taking cocky. himself too seriously yeah. seems kind of grounded and down to earth and everything and just i don't know it just seemed like a, a chill dude yeah he was pretty hot so okay who's second then Iceman or maverick I probably do have to give it to Tom Cruise. Like oh, no, Val Kilmer's really? good looking guy, but just of of the two. His his in this movie especially, he's too just like chiseled in the face, if that makes sense. Yeah, he has a pretty harsh jaw. Well, yeah. he's also got those like bleached to all get out yeah. tips in his hair. So, you know, you gotta give that. Okay, <laughs> but then I disagree though. I'm gonna say Iceman and then Maverick is last, but that's probably just because I really have this thing <laughs> against really Tom, Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. So then turn this on the other side then, uh -huh. Kelly McGillis or Meg Ryan. I you're going to we're going to have to say Kelly McGillis. Meg yeah. Ryan just wasn't quite Meg Ryan yet. The hair was bad. Yeah. And Kelly McGillis is so pretty. Yeah. I agree with that one as well. Also, Meg Ryan delivers what I think is one of the best lines in the whole movie when Goose is playing Great Balls of Fire in the bar and she yells, "Take me to bed or lose me forever." <laughs> and Goose's <laughs> response was, "Show me the way home." That's great. I, love I that. did love that. Oh, so can we talk about some other quotes now? Yes, absolutely. All right. I loved 
there were like two at the very beginning that I loved initially after the first encounter flight scene at the very beginning of the movie, like it's the opening scene where they're mm-hmm. having to do the, some like encounter against. Oh, Migs. with the guy who we and don't where, see again. Yeah. I forgot his name. already. Um, oh, Cougar. Is I that right? Cougar. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's somebody they, yeah. Tom Cruise has to, has to save him because and guide him back onto the aircraft carrier because he got freaked out by what MIG that got a lock on him and all this, you know, Tom Cruise even then takes it a step and flies inverts himself upside down on top of the uh, of the MIG and flips the MIG pilot off, which I thought was like this. It's such a badass. <laughs> it's a bit much. It's a, it's a badass move. And so oh, I was see, like, that's funny. You, I was you like, see this that, okay, he gets, that's where he gets the Maverick name like that. I think it was badass because it's, it ties so much and just gives you what you need to know about right. Maverick and how right. he's going to be this whole movie. And so I just really love that. But then it was so good when the commanding officer of the aircraft carrier is like, dressing him down about it and being like, hey, don't, don't pull that shit. Right. I just well, love, stop being a jackass and do your job safely. Exactly. And he goes, son, you're writing checks. Your body can't cash. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I love that. That's one. a line. And then, and then when they get to the top gun school, after like the first day of training exercises, Maverick again, pulls some stunt and he does a flyby of the control tower and Ooh, causes the which commanding was real, officer. By the way. Oh, it was. I read that. Sorry, not to interrupt, oh, but I read that they, the real pilots who flew for the movie got to draw straws to see who's going to get to do that. They really flew that closely to the tower oh, on, I guess the Paramount lot. And one of the actors was on the ground and watched the flyby and talked about how it was like the most amazing thing they had ever watched. But the plane came so close that he could see the pilot's face. That's crazy. That's nuts. But so I love though that after that, so the, the officer in the tower who's running it goes to the commander of the Top Gun school, Tom Scarrett, and is just like, is just so mad, so pissed off yeah, that somebody could do that. Got his coffee him. spilled all over him. It was just a you know a reckless thing to do. And so he's yelling. He's just yelling at him, being like, "I want names," but he doesn't say, "I want names." He goes, "I want butts. I want butts." <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps yelling, "I want butts." <laughs> why why what like why is screaming i want butts you know why is that your choice of phrase instead of just like give me the names or i want their names or not even i want their butts or even i want their asses no it's just i want butts (laughs) just made me laugh really hard i love that not not many one-liners in this movie sadly no not really other than just those those like random oh, well, and I feel the need the need for speed need we for didn't speed. talk about that yeah but, well and then, I assume that's something you knew was Top Gun yeah before okay I just overall just I think it all combined if you don't try to take the movie too seriously you're gonna have a great time if you're oh, definitely you know if you're looking for it to be a like true depiction of things nah don't. I think it's you're like, gonna be a little disappointed but it's great it's similar not super similar but hear me out it's similar to how you and I have talked about the Magic Mike movies before oh yeah 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 the first one just kind of did take itself a little too seriously. But by the time they made the second one, which was like a total flop and people just slammed it, not being as good as the first one, we enjoyed the second one because they didn't take it so seriously. They knew what they were making and they just did that and stuck to it. Yeah. They didn't try to make this, you like know, super serious film. That's a piece of art or yeah. anything. They just made a silly movie about guy strippers. So we obviously like enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. and everything, but did it hold up to what you remembered it being? Honestly, I didn't really, again, remember the specifics a whole lot. 
But I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. I was I too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, I just thought it was one that you were watching. One you would want to watch just for me and everything to introduce me to it and all that stuff. But uh, I was I was surprised and and like that you were still like you I mean still again enjoyed it too. I totally checked out when they would get in the planes, but also I didn't feel like I missed much. Obviously, I missed Goose dying apparently, but <laughs> I mean, like I said, it was quick. <laughs> I didn't even realize how he died, but you know, that's not what I'm watching a movie for anyway. I mean, it got you. You enjoyed it enough that you were like, it ended and you're like, oh, I definitely have. We have to see the sequel now. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I assumed I would see the sequel anyway, but yeah, definitely. You know, there's not a lot of Tom Cruise movies I've seen because I just, you know, don't really like the guy. Yeah, but this it was definitely very good. And yeah, we I would be down to rewatch it for sure. Cool. If nothing else for the hot dudes. Yeah. So I can just see Goose again. <laughs> Laugh along with him and his jokes and his piano playing and great balls of fire singing. Yeah. The hot dude stuff alone, I would say, is pretty entertaining. So I liked it. Nice. Now, surprisingly, Rotten Tomatoes only scores it a 54%. That is surprising. Right. Again, you can't trust reviews or reviewers. I would have thought like, I'm not necessarily, I was expecting like an 80, 80 plus percent higher. But I would have thought at least 60s to mid 70s. Yeah, it felt a lot lower than I was expecting it. It must have a higher audience score. That score is 83%. Okay, that, that feels that a lot. That lines up better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's much closer to what I was expecting. Well, we'll definitely go see the new one. It comes out next July, just in time for your birthday. Woo! So it was supposed to be a big summer blockbuster this year, right? Right. And then they pushed it to the end of the year, and now they've pushed it to next summer. Bummer. I know. But I do want to see it. I'm really looking forward to it. I definitely want to see it too. Because obviously like Tom Cruise is back, but then just the list of of cast that they have for it's pretty impressive. So yeah, Miles Teller is Goose's kid. Uh, Val Kilmer is back. John Hamm they've added, which I'm so curious to see how that goes. Harris. Yeah, Ed Harris is in it. Glenn Powell, a Texan. Manny Jacinto from... Good Place? Yep. Nice. Jake Picking, which is not a name I knew, but he was in Hollywood. Oh, he okay. was the Ryan Rock Murphy Hudson. show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Ellis from Insecure, who I love, of course. I'll see it for Jay Ellis. There you go. Nothing else. And then uh, the new babe, I guess they've replaced Kelly McGillis is Jennifer Connelly. Oh, my God. Your favorite. <laughs> who's hotter in that movie? No contest. Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> oh, that's a good who's hotter. Kelly McGillis in Top Gun or Jennifer Connelly in Top Gun Maverick? I mean, I haven't seen Top Gun well, Maverick. Well, sure. But you know yet, what she looks like currently. But I know currently. Jennifer Connelly and I still got to go with Jennifer Connelly. Really? I mean, she's not ugly, but I would pick Kelly McGillis. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. Paul? <laughs> we'll put it <laughs> Instagram on. We'll poll. put it on the Instagram for sure. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm glad we finally got to catch Jared up on something else that is a huge cultural phenomenon that he hadn't seen. Yeah. It's good to finally finally check this one off the old list of, of <laughs> Although, movies I haven't by seen. by doing this podcast, all of our friends are going to be like, wow, you didn't see Top Gun until just now? What a dumbass. <laughs> You've revealed yourself. <laughs> That's okay. It is. You're it now is. officially caught up on the culture that is Top Gun. Thanks for listening, and let us know if you have thoughts on Top Gun. Do you also dislike Tom Cruise like I do? Do you think Goose was the hottest? Do you hugely disagree and think it was Maverick? Let us know. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Catch Up Culture. And don't forget to leave us a review and I will send you some fun mail. Thanks for listening and come back next week for another culture catch up cinematic adventure.